The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Well, guess what? <laughs> As if you didn't know, we're out of the playoffs. We didn't win the game. But there's things we must talk about here on show 299. All right, Red Nation, on today's show, we will have the post game for my little ponies at home in our own corral. We got a hit on that. We'll do a little pregame for the Kansas City game because, well, it's a possibility for us to sweep our division, and that's about it. And then we're going to talk about all the things that are popping up all over the news, which are possible coaching changes and all that horse crap that goes with it. We're going to hit on that and the bone line here on this show. Well, Ritter Nation, it was the last home game of the season. My Little Ponies came to town and left a big old steaming pile of horse crap behind. And that's the game. <laughs> the tailgate, however, as always, was very nice. It was a little bit somber because, you know, the last game of the season, you're always kind of bummed out because you're not going to see a lot of these people until next year. We've had a lot of good times, a lot of tumultuous times, but always great friends there at the tailgate. Uh, my buddies, my partners, uh, my cohorts in crime, you know, we, we have a relationship that has stretched for many years. It's very cool. So to see this end of the cycle is kind of sad. And on this note was definitely not one I'd like to remember very much. The game, well, if you saw the game, let me sum it up with this lowly stat. The Raiders had nine first downs in three quarters of football, nine first downs. I don't know what happened. Jason Campbell was possessed. I don't know what happened. Maybe he did not get the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip from his wife and kids. I don't know. But he played horribly. Overthrown, underthrown passes, poor decision-making, being sacked with the inability to get the ball out. It kind of runs the gamut. Uh, the defense was slashed. Two bits. They ran, uh, what, 170 yards? I don't know what the stat is. Ridiculous. A ridiculous game. And, you know, this is another interesting observation. Peyton Manning, yes, the guy that just picked us apart left and right, didn't even get one grass stain on his jersey. Matter of fact, they didn't even wash it. He didn't even sweat that much that game anyway. 31-26. And our offense was just pathetic. Jacoby Ford, third run back of the season, a Raider record. That's very, very cool. I mean, there's some good things that came out of the game. You know, we had two picks. We had two picks. Okay? 
and we could not move the ball on offense. Uh, We would sputter and sputter and sputter all freaking day. Quarterback play was just horrendous. The coaching was another buffoonery. I mean, come on, man. If you, Jackson, is going to call plays like that for us next season, we can look forward to nothing because he was pedestrian and not imaginative, and we didn't push the offense. You know, it was just a haphazard of plays like he called them out of a hat. <laughs> it was something else. Janokowski, 59-yard field goal. That was beautiful to see. Leckler was doing a pretty good job, too. And, um, hey, you know what? The defense really did their best uh, to get to Manning, I would imagine. Every time we'd blitz him with more than five, he'd get the ball out so fast. And I'll tell you, our outside linebackers are not good on coverage. They were burned all day long, and they ran the ball incredibly well against us. What a surprise. And, you know, that was the game. You could see that it was slipping through our fingers. A desperation at the last minute again with this game. Uh, And even if the Chiefs would have lost, we would have lost too. The Raiders were not ready to play this game. You know, there was a lot put into, oh, well, you know, Kansas City, uh, they knew Kansas City lost and they really didn't have anything to play for. Horseshit. This is the home field, man. This is your house. If you want to have any respect, you'll take care of business here. The Chiefs haven't lost a home game at home yet. What happened to that kind of pride? And by the way, this game, uh, you know, it was unbelievably one-sided. I can't believe the yardage totals were crazy. It was like a nightmare, and I'd like to forget it. So I'm going to. So that's the way it is, and that's all you have to say about that. The last game of the season against the Kansas City Chiefs this coming Sunday should be one hell of a contest, or will it be? You know, there's some scheme things they're doing a little bit different, but, um, you know, really they rely on running the football and, uh, and throwing the football to tight end and uh, bow. Uh, they've got McCluster, who's more involved now. He was injured the first time we played him, so he presents some issues both in the return game and on offense. And, uh, you know, defensively, the same deal, very solid. Uh, you don't take a lot of chances, and you got to block 91. They seem to reestablish that home field advantage this year. Yeah. How difficult is it when it's actually, you know, and the fans are really into it yeah. and the team's winning? Well, you know, it's the thing with them. They, they've earned it. I mean, they've won at home and they've, they've got a good record and all that. But uh, well, we've been there a couple times when it's rather loud. So we've prepared for that. And, uh, you know, we should be ready to go. In recent memory, more of these, all these games have been decided by seven points or less with mm-hmm. the Chiefs been a lot closer than, say, Denver and San Diego. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think both teams play so hard against each other, you know, and, and uh, both teams go after it. Uh, I don't know that either one has really had an advantage on the other, you know, of late, and so it's it's kind of been that way, just a good battle. Of all the rivalry games, is this the biggest one? 
Um, you know, I think they're all the same to me anyways, uh, you know, but this one seems to be the closest one, uh, as he mentioned, but uh, they're all really important to us. If you're able to get a win this game, how much can you carry that over into next year? Well, I think it is important for, for next year. You know, I think it's important for as we get ready to go in the off season. You know, I, we want everybody to to walk away here going into the off season. You know, feeling good about it, and uh, we feel good about a lot of things. But I think just winning, getting to eight and eight, and being six and zero oh in the division, if we're able to accomplish that, I think is really a, a big deal for us. And I think it does help us as we move forward. We're talking to you about the progress of the offense and the. The quantum leaps that have been made mm -hmm. in terms of yardage and points. I mean, 15 points, you're going to double what you scored last year. Mm -hmm. but it, and his response was, I still look at it and think how much we left out. Yeah. Do you too? Yeah, absolutely. You know, he and I talk about it all the time, and our biggest concern has been the turnovers offensively because it's not only taken us out of drives but put our defense in some bad field position. I think we've given up 69 points, something like that because of the turnovers offensively. And so if we can fix that, I think it would be the next really big issue for us offensively. Man, we're going to get it that much better on offense, and that's pretty exciting. Well, before I get too far into this particular story, Raiders versus Kansas City in Kansas City, let me just tell you that <laughs> Matt Castle <laughs> didn't make the pro. <laughs> Yeah, like a little biatch, she was telling all the reporters, it's all about the team. It's all about team pride. A lot of people thought you were deserving, too, uh, Pro Bowl. Are you very disappointed at all? You know, I, I know that there's a lot of great quarterbacks in this NFL and in this league, especially in the AFC. So uh, for me, I, I'm just happy that our team is where they are. And, you know, team goals come way before personal accomplishments. And I think our accomplishments that we made this year as a team um, go way beyond anything that anybody could ever give me in terms of a personal accolade. It speaks again to the team and what we've been able to accomplish because all these things go unnoticed. I think if you go out there and you don't play well and we don't win ball games and um, you get all the, the personal accolades and people get mentioned in certain categories because of our team's success. What a bunch of bullshit. He played well enough. They could have put him in there. They didn't put D-Mac in there, and they should have put him in there. This Jamal Charles guy didn't have the yardage that D-Mac had per rush or per pass catch, but need I digress. He bitched this little castle, uh, bitched about not being the Pro Bowl, but it's all about the team. So... Brian Waters and Dwayne Bowe made it in, along with Jamal Charles. And, well, guess what? You didn't make it, partner. You're going to have to hold on till well, whenever. The Raiders travel to the Chiefs. Long, long, hateful rivalry, which is not to be lost this coming Sunday. They will be going at it tooth, nail, and every other body part for that matter. So we, uh... Started our preparation for the Oakland Raiders, um, team that uh, uh, beat us at their place the last time we played, a game that we uh, had a lead in, had a chance to really uh, uh, close the game out a couple different times and weren't able to do it. Uh, also a game that uh, I think we, you know, one of our sloppier games, uh, had some penalties and did some things in that game that weren't real discipline, uh, kind of similar to last week. 
So there's some things that we're working real hard on this week of trying to get back to being real disciplined uh, uh, in our game, you know, across the board in all three phases and, and trying really to get back to being a smart football team. The Raiders uh, are uh, as they were uh, going into the last game. I think they've just made progress since then even. You know, they've got a quarterback that, uh, in Campbell that looks like he's real comfortable in, in what they're asking him to do. Um, another real good, pure drop-back passer that can also take off and run. Uh, but a big arm can make all the throws, as we've seen, you know, because he made a bunch of them against us in the last game. Uh, you've got a group of running backs between Bush and McFadden and their fullback, Reese, that uh, can uh, score from anywhere. Uh, have made long runs, big plays in the run and the pass game. Uh, all the running backs and the fullback are favorites of uh, Campbell. Uh, he knows where they are at all times and gets the ball to him whenever he's under duress, and including screens. They give you a, a number of different looks. Uh, they'll show you wildcat. They'll show you unbalanced. They completed a ball to an offensive lineman for a touchdown against us. So, uh, you know, they, they give you a, a number of problems defensively you know, for our defense uh, that we got to be prepared for on top of speed at the receiver position, uh, as much speed as we've seen from anybody. Uh, uh, all, all the receivers are fast as they historically are, traditionally are, but they got one there in that uh, Jacoby Ford that's as fast as any uh, that you'll see. And, and, and he clearly hurt us a couple times and he's continued to hurt people since then. Um, off, uh, our, for us offensively, their defense uh, gave us, uh, were very disruptive for us. So uh, this is a, a very similar in some ways to Tennessee in that they're going to load the box. Uh, they're going to put uh, a bunch of guys up there and they're going to try to stop the run and they're going to count on their good corners and safeties to play coverage, which they do as well as anyone. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to run the ball into a loaded front and we're going to have to beat man-to-man -man coverage. It's pretty simple. Um, you know, when we've been up and down in that uh, throughout the year. So it's always a, a great test. You know, I think our guys are excited about the challenge and, and they worked hard today. I thought, uh, you know, this is one of those weeks where the show team is really, really critical on both sides, all sides, including special teams, that we do a great job of giving a look, uh, 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 you know, a, a realistic look of the Oakland Raiders. And that's tough to do because they're pretty good. And then special teams, they got the two best kickers in the league. And like I said, this Jacoby Ford is tearing everybody up. So, you know, we got to have an answer for that. So Now, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing in an open stadium that is just horrendous for opposing teams because of its shape and the way the noise reflects on the field. It is one loud mofo up in that house. The Kansas City fans are ravenous fans, and they have a great hatred for the Oakland Raiders. But let me say this. Let me say this for sure. Rest assured, my Raider Nation, that the Midwest Raider Nation will be up in the house for show. I guarantee it. I've seen it with my own eyes, and they will flock to the giant orange arrow in the snow the silver and black will be in the house for sure. You know, I know that they represent big. I've seen some great fans. There's great fans on our show, on our forum, that email us on a regular basis. They're diehard Raider Nation. And when there's a Raider game in Kansas City, I guarantee you 
there will be big groups of Raider fans rocking into their stadium screaming, Raiders, 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 for good reason. The good reason is no one in the AFC West has conquered the silver and black. We have that to hang our hat on, and trust me, we have not swept the division since 1976, man. That's a long time. And incidentally, we were 13-1 and back then, a far cry from this season, but really, it could have been. And I'm tired of the woulda, coulda, shoulda bins. It didn't freaking happen. Don't let me go on a rant, because I'll get up on a rant right now. <laughs> no, I won't. We're playing the Chiefs in their house. They have to play for pride because they've already won the division. They got nothing to worry about. San Diego's back on the couch. Denver's never been on the couch. They've been in a doghouse. And then Oakland, of course, we're kind of hanging around. I think we're third because of our record. But I think we're first. We're first in division because we've kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> and they should know that, too. And they should fear the silver and freaking black for show. So Kansas City has pride to play for. I, I can hardly imagine them losing players on a meaningless game. So don't expect them to play 110%. I mean, we should go and play 110%. I really think the effort will be about equal because the Raiders got nothing to play for except for a division title. Uh, as far as our division games go, we're not going to get the AFC West title. Nope even though we should because he beat all these punks twice. That's not the way it is, man. It would be nice to see us beat KC, but I just think that the momentum, I mean, think about the roles reversed here. Do you think the Raiders would want to come in there and beat Kansas City on their way to the divisional uh, playoffs? Well, yeah, absolutely. They want to win this game because it means a lot. It means that they've at least beat us one time. And that says a lot, especially since we beat everybody else. I would love nothing better to see the Raiders win this game. Even though it be meaningless to everybody else, it is not meaningless to us. It's not meaningless to the fan base. Certainly not meaningless to Al. And, uh, well, I'd love to see it happen. But, you know, it's a tall order in their house and that cold, man, because it's freaking sub-zero, partner. In the Midwest, uh, Missouri, this time of year, I'm telling you, it is cold, not just cold. So uh, good luck to the Raiders. I hope that they can pull us off because uh, it'd be a great achievement. We haven't done it in many, many years. And one of many milestones we've, we've really accomplished in this season. And, well, not a lot of technical know-how on this game. I just hope we win. It'd be great for the fans. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation. I guess Pandora has opened her lovely box <laughs> because the speculation has been on the streets since our last game. Will we or will we not keep cable? Will or will not Hugh Jackson become head coach? And a distant third question is, Will or will not Al Davis hire a general manager? Well, let's just talk about some of this right now.
first off, Al Davis of late has not made any rash decisions. Notice we didn't even know Cable was our coach until a month ago. <laughs> no official word. I mean, that's the kind of horse shit that happens in Alameda. You know, it is what it is. And, uh, well, I could go on. But Coach Cable, I think, has solidified his job for at least another season. Now, Hugh Jackson has thrown his hat out there saying he would be more than willing to take a team. Now, there's a lot of teams. There's eight, nine, ten maybe teams that are looking for head coaches. And maybe they'll pick old Hugh Jackson. I know he'll get an interview. But uh, whether he'll get hired or not, that's a different story. So, no, I'm not, I'm not pleased by no stretch of imagination. I just think we uh, haven't, there's, we've been very inconsistent more so than anything. And that's something we got to strive to be as we move forward, is to become a more consistent offensive football team. You know, our players, I don't accept excuses and I don't make excuses. I mean, we didn't get it done to the, to the, to the way I like for us to get it done. So that's the bottom line. It's not done. So we got it. We're a work in progress. We got a lot of work to do and we're going to keep moving forward. There's been quantum leaps, though, in, in offensive yardage and touchdowns and mm -hmm. pretty much across the board and statistically. Does that mean anything to you? I mean, well, it does because it's supposed to be. That's what I came here for. I may be different if there wasn't, then I'd be really upset. But that's what I'm here. That's why I came to the Raiders is to improve. But we didn't improve fast enough not to myself, Coach Cable, uh, exactly what we want done. I, we want perfection. That's what I expect from our football team. I mean, we expect to be challenging for the playoffs, challenging for our division year in and year out, and we're not getting that done. So to me, that's a disappointment. It's either first place or it's last place. There's no in-between. What else would you expect? Which of the players would you expect to make huge leaps next year on offense? All of them. There's not a one that I don't. I mean, I think our guys got to go into this offseason disappointed. Because when I came here, the first thing I told them is we were going to own our division and we're going to win this division and go to the playoffs. And we didn't do that. So to me, it's back to the drawing board. We got to do it better than what we did it this past year. What can the offense show you on this last game that would you believe that that can happen? The consistency, the, the exactly what I'm looking for, that plan and play out, that we play like an offense that's on a mission, you know. Uh, the sputtering as we get to the scoring zone, the sputtering in different um, areas of the field from time to time. I'm looking for those things to kind of even out and be a little bit more smoother than what they've been. So I think, you know, from me to every player, we got to go in this offseason and figure out what it is so that we can be a more consistent group in 2011. Just what you can discuss as far as the game plan this week, what do you see from Kansas City that you feel that you can attack? I, I just think uh, we got to go play the way we play. We're a team that loves to run the football. Uh, we have the ability to throw the ball. We're kind of strike quick team. Um, I think that they're playing very well on defense. I think um, Todd Haley's done a great job, and obviously Romeo's done a great job on defense. But they don't have many holes. You know, we got to go make the plays that we can make. We have very good players, and that's what they need to do is play well on Sunday. What did you see from them the last time, and, and what do you recall specifically from that game? I seen a team that kind of dominated us in the first half, and then uh, we kind of settled in and played Raider football. We ran the ball pretty well. We were able to make some huge plays in the passing game towards the end of the game, and we just need to make those plays consistently. It comes back to that same thing, just being consistent from play in and play out, down in and down out to give ourselves a chance to be successful. Do you think you're a better offensive team, a much better offensive team, and, you're, and that you're a better play caller and coach considerably now than you were 
say week one, week two? Oh, there's no question. I mean, I understand our players. I think our players understand me. But, you know, a lot of different things go into a game. You know, sometimes defenses attack you differently. And um, sometimes, you know, things just don't happen for you the way you want them to. But I think I've improved. I think our players improved. But we're by no stretch of the imagination going to be, you know, satisfied with what's gone on this season. I mean, it's not – I don't want them to think it. I don't want to think it. It's nowhere close to where I think it should be and where it could be. You used to go in the playoffs and it's easy to motivate a team at the end of the year when you're going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. This is kind of foreign for you. To this is different. It's yeah. different than the last two years. Well, because this still unfinished business. We got one more game to play and we're playing for something. Be different if we wasn't. We have a chance to be 6 and 0 in our division against a Kansas City team that's going to the playoffs, and we get to go play in front of a, a real good crowd. A bunch of people is going to be screaming for them. I know Marty Schottenheimer is going to be back there. He's going to be honored. He brought me into this league, so I'm very excited to see him. But I'm more excited to go out there and go win a football game than anything, and have our players walk out of here accomplishing some goals that Coach Cable has set for this team this last week. Uh, he brought me in from USC to the Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, he's he, he's who put me in this in this league, and so I have a lot of respect for him. He taught me a lot of football. He, hates the he does hate the Raiders, <laughs> <laughs> and on Sunday I'm gonna hate him. So it's just that's just part of the business. I guarantee you, he will not be rooting for the Raiders on Sunday, but uh, that's just part of the deal. I believe Mr. Jackson's gonna have to just hang out for a while here in Silver and Blacktown before he can take off for some other distant location. His play calling is certainly not refined. His clock management is totally less than need be desired in this NFL. And, well, I just tell you, man, his games were inconsistent. Uh, his coaching was inconsistent. And, uh, well, he's got a long way to go. Now, whether we want to keep him or not, I don't know. I bet that we keep him, too, because we've had a, quote-unquote, okay season. Now, some fans are quick to jump on the cable bandwagon and say the team loves him. They made, gave him a vote of confidence, blah, 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 blah. Well, hey, the defense gave a vote of confidence to son of Ryan, and I'm glad his big, fat, goat-smelling ass is out of the house. Do you agree? I'm sure you do. Now, on that note, let's look at uh, Mr. John Marshall plan, or Marshall, I don't have a plan. There again, a very inconsistent coach, a guy that lost more games really than he won on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I say that his defensive prowess is lacking at very best. We need to shit can this old guy. He's made his money in the NFL. Doesn't have to work for his money anymore. It's time to get your ass out of Oakland and get a young defensive coach in here. Someone who knows what the hell he's doing uh, would be a nice thing. The lack of blitzing, the lack of pressure, the lack of any type of real aggressive defense to me says, you're out, Marshall. So I don't think there's much saving him unless maybe Al likes him. And that is where I think it's going to be. I think that Mr. Davis likes Mr. Marshall because they're so close in age and they can both talk to each other about the good old days what a bunch of crap that is. So, of our three coaches, I think we lose nobody. I don't think anybody's going anywhere and thus does not inspire confidence in this Raider fan. 
I know, I know, we've done better, we're not double-digited losses, blah, 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 blah. But look, man, we've had seven years of pretty decent drafts. We should have a super team by now. And the fact that we have young players with talent that can't be directed to do the thing that they have to do in every game is coaching. I don't care what anybody says, get pissed off at me or whatever. I know we had a good season. It was a better season. I won't even call it a good season. Man, listen, when we were really winning a lot of games, this would have been a losing season. Trust me. Think about it. Now, one more thing. Last but not least, Al takes forever, like I said, to make a decision. This won't happen overnight. The fact that uh, a lot has to happen between now and free agency and we start that whole dramatic mess again, uh, there's a lot that's going to happen. There's a possibility of a lockout. We might not have any football next year. We might not lose. We not be not be able to see all the preseason games. There might not be a training camp. I mean, those are the minimal things that could happen. We might not have any football next year. No draft. No free agency. Who knows? So, what better time? Here I go. I'm jumping on my soapbox, folks. What better fucking time than to hire a general manager to sort out the shit we need to sort out as long as things aren't going to be happening for a while? Where is the general manager that Al Davis promised the Raider Nation back when he fired Kiffin? Where is he? Where is the Bay Area guru that you were focusing on that was supposed to come in here and manage this freaking team? He's not here. Where is he? Well, let me just give you this newsflash, Raider Nation. There is not one, count them, not one successful football team that does not have a solid management rock of a background. There's not one successful team without a good general manager, without subsequent staff, coaching staff therein, and a thorough ton of experts to help you in draft day, help you with with uh, contracts, with free agency, so we not don't pay too much. I mean, we don't have a first-round draft or I think a fourth-round draft this year. That's some bullshit. We need every draft we can get. Well, I just hope we have football. I mean, we got to hope, hope for that at least. I know if we got a good, solid management staff that things would certainly turn around in Oakland. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that would like to come here. I, I could see Mike Holgram. Can you believe it? I know people will say, oh, gosh, no. But I think he's a good coach. He'd be a real good coach. Uh, whether he'll come here or not, who knows? There's a lot of speculation about a lot of crap. And who knows what's going to happen? I know this. They better have some goddamn football next season. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, Red Nation, let's hit the bone line. <laughs> 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Comment on the game. Comment on the next game. Because it will be our last game for who knows how long. <laughs> and jump up on our forum, our webpage, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Hit it up, man. Get on it for all your news. 
Anything you possibly want to know about Rayla's is up in the house. Randy kicks ass on this site. Uh, the farm, the chat room, everything's off the hook. I'm telling you, man, better get on it. Okay, who is the first caller? Our first caller will be Rayda Mike from Fresno. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Mike, Fresno, California. The first quarter's not even over yet. Uh, great return by Jacoby, but Peyton's just dicing us, our defense up right now. Run deeps with crossing routes just killing us. Uh, Jason Campbell looks inept. This is not the future. It, he, he can't win the big games and he can't get the ball out. If our running game is okay, he's a nice complimentary person to that. But he's not going to win us big games. And we're not going to do anything with with Campbell. I mean, that's just how it, how it's going to be. I mean, I hate to give up hope so quick, but I, there's no way our defense is going to stop Peyton. I just can't see it. Hopefully, the Raiders can pull something out. But Peyton's just dicing us up. Defense is on the field for the whole first quarter. We have three straight three and outs. I think that's going to be the story of the day. Hopefully, we could pull something out, but. I'm not going to have any hope, and we're officially eliminated from the playoffs. So let's see how uh, the Raiders play. This is Raider Mike Fresno. I was hoping that uh, the Raiders were going to prove me wrong with my first call there in the first quarter, but it looks like they proved me right. Penalties, first of all, they're killing us. Stanford route, I don't know how many times this guy's got to get beat week in, week out for the Raiders to still play this guy, but Jason Campbell, I mean, I understand offensive line isn't, I mean, they're, they're giving him this three-step drop. The ball's got to be out. He's not finding the guys. He, he just, running game is not doing so well, which means our passing game is going to be terrible. If Jason Campbell is our future, I am, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I, it's, we're going to be mediocre until he's gone. We need a quarterback. Jason Campbell is not our future. Peyton, <laughs> like I said earlier, just pick, pick this apart. Um, our offense is inept. We can't sustain drives. We only score on big plays. No big plays. No, I mean, we, we can't drive the ball 80 yards for a touchdown. You know, if we're in field goal, Territory, territory first down, just kick the fucking field goal. It is, I mean, we're not going to score. We can't do anything. This is frustrating. This is a half-hearted effort. Just bad game planning, bad play calling. It, it's from top to down, just a terrible game. The only positive is the announcers. I think CBS heard our call. The announcers are definitely a lot better this week. Other than that, just the dismal, terrible day, and see what happens next week. <laughs> and there's old Al Davis. <laughs> God, he looks terrible. Anyway, Raider Nation, keep the hopes up, I guess. It's pretty dismal. You know what? The penalties did kill us. Actually killed us a great deal, and there were some crappy ones called, but man, Huff Daddy, come on, man. I feel you, brother. Next, we have J-Dub from Vegas, and he's got a pretty solid message. Hey, everybody in the nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is J-Dub from Vegas. 
call in after the Colts game. Not really much to say except the fact that, you know, I hope nobody's disappointed. Well, I mean disappointed, but, you know, I hope nobody's mad because, you know, you can't, you can't feel anything but appreciation for the type of year that these guys have come out and played. You know, they've, they've gone out there. They've won some tough games. They've won some blowouts. You know, uh, we're, they're still a team trying to rebuild themselves. You know, they're trying to find their character. And uh, they can't be expected, you know, really to beat teams like the Colts. Playoff teams every year, they're just set. You know, I mean, Peyton Manning, the smartest quarterback in the game. And to go out there and play the way that we did and uh, actually have a chance to win, I mean, you can't do anything but clap your hands, you know, and uh, and really pat the Raiders on their backs. You know, they, they, they're they playing good, you know, and, and all it does is make me happy and, and make me look forward to next year. Uh, we still got one more game, and we're going to go out there and beat the Queefs. And then, you know, just, just look forward to next year and see this – you know, I can't wait. I can't wait for these guys to come out here. I'm just, I'm so happy and so excited to see what they do next year uh, after seeing what they've done this year. And, and I think that everybody in the nation should feel the same way. No more uh, are we going to be the laughing stock of the damn uh, of the damn NFL. You know, people are going to have to actually game plan for the Raiders now. You know, they're not going to come in and just look at the Raiders as a little speed bump on their way to a <clears throat> to a victory. You know, they're going to have to go out there and play tough. Uh, so everybody in the nation, once again, this is J-Dub in Vegas. Uh, you know, just show my appreciation for the tough year that the Raiders have had. All right, peace. I won't say we played a good game against the Colts. I think we played a shitty game. I think our quarterback blew ass, and I think the defense didn't do anything to help us. And that is all I have to say about that game. Now, improvement? Yeah, we made some improvement. Yeah, give him a pat on the back for this year. It's not enough for this fan, though. we got to do a lot better than that in every aspect of the game. But, uh, yeah, I'd give him a little kudos for this season. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have my good brother, Raider Mike. Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Well, we were actually eliminated, I guess, before the game started because KC beat the Titans. So... Well, at least San Diego lost today. I guess that's a good thing they're out of it, too. But as far as the breakdown of the game, I mean, again, it's just the same issues over and over again. No run defense at all. Our linebackers, besides McLean, suck. We've got to get, you know, two legitimate outside linebackers in a draft. That's what we got to address. Our D-line is decent, but we still need uh, someone to help on McLean in the middle. Because all these big runs that they were getting were off tackle, it appears. I mean, there was a couple up the middle. And maybe when Seymour was there, maybe when they got a couple runs. But it's still the same issues over and over again. Our run defense pretty much set up the pass for Peyton Manning. There were some bullshit pass interference calls against one against route. That last one against route, that was crazy. Because they were both pushing for the ball. They call it a route, which is ridiculous from what I saw. But uh, anyway... Uh, we still need the the outside linebacker position. Still need, you know, maybe an offensive guard or two would be help, and maybe another, you know, veteran tackle to shore up that right side. 
or keep Langston Walker. I, I mean, they may have heard that us a little bit by him being out today, you know, Mario Henderson uh, being over there. But Mario, I guess, did a pretty good job. But, uh, you know, Valdir had his problems. But that's understandable being a rookie going against Freeney. But he did okay. But, again, the key, I think it's just the, the run defense is still killing us. So we have, we have to draft two legitimate outside linebackers. I mean, Quentin Groves needs to either be cut or go to special teams or be a backup. I mean, geez, he's just horrible. And uh, Cameron Wembley is just a pass rusher, like I said again. So run defense in the offseason, maybe another tackle, veteran tackle if possible, and a veteran wide receiver, maybe. But anyway, um, that was it. So I guess we can't be too bad. Hopefully, we can win next week against KC and be eight and eight. You know, it's just uh, it's a shame that you know we, you know, Dominic Rhodes looked like an all star against us, and you know we didn't do jack with us. And today he had game his life against us, which always appears to happen when someone leaves the Raiders. They always go off on us when they play against us. Anyway, Raider Nation for life. Peace. Yeah, man, it's very true. Our outside linebackers suck ass. They're too slow. They're too big uh, to cover those wide receivers or cover any receivers, tight ends, you call it. And the running, ugh, we need help in that run, too. We still need help uh, with the run. Uh, yeah, there were some bullshit calls, that's for sure, way big ones because they brought back some big-time plays for us, uh, big-time plays, a lot of holding calls that were bullshit, yeah, the refs were really out to get us in this game. Of course, it was, you know, it's, it's Peyton Manning. It's like Brett Favre, man. You can guarantee that shit's going to happen to us when we play a guy like that. They love those guys. They're going to do everything they can to help those guys to win. I hate that shit. Yeah, we got some work to do. We need a wide receiver, too. Uh, Chaz Schillen's appearance for the two receptions last game of the season just ain't cutting it for me, partner. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my very good brother, Raider Vince from the IE. He's talking some positive. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Speedy Raider Vince from the IE, man. Got done with that game. It's been on for a minute, but you know what? Those fucking refs, man, again, at home, the fucking refs. Fucking beat us again, you know? Some bullshit. Campbell had, you know, he was kind of off. Our running game was off. But, you know, let, let's go and beat KC in Super Bowl Division, you know. KC won today. San Diego lost. That's, that's good. Once again, the motherfucking refs, the lonely boys out there. And nothing else better do but fuck with the Raiders like all the time. But, you know what, it's Raider Nation, and we'll be there next week representing. we got to beat KC. You know, we looked a lot better. I mean, I, I, hey, we, we went out fighting. We didn't go out and lay down. We... We did our shit, so, you know, much love to the Raider Nation, and uh, definitely the podcast, much love, man. It makes, makes, it good. It makes, it, makes it good for the fans, fan base and shit. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll be talking to you. I'll be up there next year. I'll go kick it at Kingsford, and uh, we'll party, you know, big Raider Vince and IE. Have my crew with me, and uh, we're just, hey, another season right here, and, and we're, we're only getting better. We're only going to be better. Next year, definitely playoffs. We'll be talking playoffs next next year. But, anyways, it's going to be KC, baby. Nation, one love. Well, man, I agree. I think we'll do better. I hope we do a lot better. 
There's things that the team needs, and I'm not meaning players and stuff. I mean the management structure needs to be changed. But you know what? Shit, I hope we can go to the playoffs next year, man. I sure as hell hope so. These tickets are killing me. <laughs> I'd love to be able to stand in there and watch another AFC championship game in the house. There's nothing like it, brother. And next year, you better get on up here so we can pate. Thanks for the call, man. Next, we have my good brother, the Raider General. He's from Michigan, man. And it's some cold action up there these days. What's up, my brother? Hey, Raider Nation. Raider General here of Grand Ledge, Michigan. Before I start in on the Raiders, I have to say, I have to get something off my chest because I got the NFL Network and I pay up the wazoo to watch my Raiders play. But I have to say, Dan Deardorff called that game. And I don't know if the talent pool is so thin that that jackass is still calling plays. And I don't know. I know we kicked his ass back when he played for the Cardinals, laughing stock of the NFL back in the 70s. But his bias against the Raiders, I, can't, I couldn't, my sons, couldn't believe it. I, at one point, the jackass says, well, you've got to give it to the Raiders. They're, you know, they're putting up some effort here. What kind of fucking moron is this guy? When the, I don't know if anybody's caught this. When Chris Johnson got that interception, I think he was cracking a beer in the back of the studio or something because he sounded like a drunken bum. He didn't even know what had happened on that play. What a moron. I can't stand Dan Deardorff. Okay, Raiders. Raider Greg, I don't know that I was totally in your corner for the last few weeks when you were going off on cable, but now I am completely, firmly in your corner. Coaching is our problem. We have the talent. I, I really don't understand, unless McFadden was hurt, why Bush was in there so much. I love Bush, but McFadden is our meal ticket. He came in, and we weren't throwing him screens. We, the, the play calling was remedial at best. I don't understand it. I look at our team, and we have the talent. Throw some offensive new line, maybe a center, some offensive linemen, maybe another strong linebacker. Everybody else, if we're back, we are solid. It is coaching, coaching, coaching. I don't know that Hugh Jackson is the answer. We need Gruden back. We need to do everything to sell the farm to get a, get a coach and a GM. We all know this. There's nothing else I can say here other than it's been a pretty good season. We should have beat the freaking Colts. Blair White from MSU, is a, I'm a fan of his because he's from MSU, and I, I met the kid, and he's a great ball player. He's a gamer, but I hated him yesterday against the Raiders, and we should have beat the Colts. Aside from Dan Deardorff pissing off my day, aside from the Raiders, if he could have taken his lips off Manning's wang for five seconds, I could have enjoyed a halfway decent game. Uh, anyways... I just watched the cable uh, press conference. This buffoon talks about not getting the running game going. If you would have had McFadden in the freaking game, uh, Gumbo, we would have uh, got our running game going a little better. We had some nice runs by Bush and McFadden both. And you know what? Hey, while you're at a cable, how about we throw the ball over three yards at a time? How about we do that? How about we throw something up the middle once in a while instead of these three-and-out short stints to every damn Tom, Dick, and Harry that can catch the ball, give them a chance to make some plays. Hayward Bay actually had hands yesterday. Murphy caught the ball, and Jacoby Ford is always a threat. Why don't we throw down the field once in a while, even for the chance of getting a pass interference and getting some yardage under our belt? What was the freaking play calling 
did we throw a, a ball over 10 yards except for that Lewis Murphy catch? Did we? You know, that's why I don't think Jackson is the answer, because I don't think he's worth a shit. Let, let Denver or some other jackass make him their head coach. We need somebody decent, okay? We've, we've come a long way with Jackson, yeah, but I think we would have come a long way with most anybody else. Anyways, I'm out. I had to say this because I, I, I'm really pissed when I hear Cable talk about, uh, you know, we couldn't get on schedule. It's your freaking job to get him on schedule. Ugh. Later out. Well, I'm telling you, coaching is the answer and the question where it comes to Oakland. You Jackson did a better job, but like you said, and like I feel, there's not too many coordinators that could have come to Oakland and not done a better job. Uh, Cable's not even close to an offensive mind, and you Jackson is just like a little bit more of a fresh breath of fresh air. Imagine if we had a real good offensive coach. So Hugh Jackson's a rookie, man. We got to understand that. And hopefully he'll grow. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, he's This isn't his forte. It is his first season here. And uh, he's expecting to get a coaching job. Well, if he does, good luck with whoever gets him because I think he blows. I love the call, man. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my good brother, Raider Stutter. Solid dude. Solid fan. Good man. Check him out. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Stutters. Uh, it was good seeing you guys yesterday, you and Randy. Uh, glad to see you guys uh, are good. Um, it was a pretty tough game. Um, you know, and it was even tough for, uh, for all of us who were, um, who were stranded uh, there in Oakland. Uh, I want just want to send a, send a shout-out to my cousin Juan and to... Uh, Someone I consider my family, uh, uh, Skylar Beltran, uh, you know, really came through for us uh, in a time of need. And I want to send a shout out to the cops who escorted me uh, to uh, Oakland to um, uh, to rescue these two. Um, it was a crazy ass day yesterday, and uh, and uh, it got it got better by the minute, better by the minute. And even though I wasn't stranded in Oakland, I felt like uh, like everything was riding. Uh, running in my hands so um other than that you know I, i'm happy to say that um he's my that juan jorge is my cousin and scholar Batson is one of my is one of my very good friends i also want to send a shout out to red killer uh red color uh out there in uh in hawaii uh it's great to know you man and uh i hope that i i get a chance to meet you brother uh anyway Ray nation uh, you guys have a uh, very good new year's and uh, next year we will uh, come out ten and six, um, and we will we will go to the Super Bowl next year. I really see it. Uh, I'm gonna stay optimistic for everyone out there who's not optimistic. And um, anyway, it was a good see a good season. We're gonna beat the shit out of the Queens next week, and we're gonna show them who the real kings of the West are, and that is Oakland Raiders. Uh, this is Raiders Thirties out, and you guys have a good one. Raider Stutters, great Raider fan, Raider Skyler, Aztec Raider, Raider Juan, all very good people. I don't know the situation. Uh, maybe I don't want to know it, but it sounds to me like Oakland PD took good care of you, man. A shout out to them as well, man. Sometimes they're the good guys. You know what I mean? Well, it was the last game of the season. We'll see you guys next season for show. Maybe even on Sunday for the Queefs game. Thanks for the call, my brother. 
Next, we have my good brother from Fresno, Raider Jaime. He's up in the house with some positive news, man. Check him out. What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy? Raider Nation, what's going on? Hey, um, first and foremost, I just want to say um, congratulations, Randy, on your uh, on your uh, marriage. I wish you all, you and your wife, all the best. And uh, I hope you have many years of uh, good memories. But um, anyways, um, hey, what's up, uh, you guys? Um, you know what? Um, I know it was a it was it was a rough season this year, Raider Greg. You know what? There's a lot of positives that came out of this year. I I really think that um that that this is a building block that we started. It's awesome, man. Who would have ever thought that we'll be fucking talking playoffs in November and December? Man, we were excited up to just yesterday, you know. But hey, man, was that feeling good or what? I haven't felt like that in a long time. Well, you know what? I, I you know what? I honestly believe, man, if if they keep this uh this coaching staff, I think um in you know, just a few uh key uh picks in the draft and in uh free agency, I think I think we'll have that we'll have that perfect team next year. You know, John Marshall and uh Cable, I mean these guys came a long way. You guys gotta you know, toss your hats off to them. I know there was a fucking couple of games that you wonder like what the hell are they doing? But you know what? We got a fucking we got a you know bunch of young players on that team, and it's gonna happen, you know. Cause he, you know what, John Marshall, look where he comes from. He he took his defense to a Super Bowl in Seattle. Come on, man. If you got if you got a team that understands his terminology when it when it comes to his X's and O's, you know what? You're you're gonna create plays. You're gonna turn the ball over for your offense. But you know what? It shows. It shows. The, the rookie mistakes, man, and and uh, Cable, you know what? There's another guy, you know that that that's a defensive line, you know, offensive line coach or defensive line coach, whichever the two it was. But you know what? Just like Madden, Tom Flores, you know, we there was never a, a big name coach that ever came to our team and, and took us to the promised land. It was always an assistant that did it. So you know what? You know what? You gotta give these guys, a, you know, a chance, man. Give them a break next year. I know they're gonna do it. I just know they're gonna do it, Raider Greg. And you know what? I'm so fucking confident that me and my son, we're gonna we're we're gonna do it this year. We are gonna invest in season tickets. We are we're really gonna do it, man. As soon as tickets go on sale, we're gonna we're gonna get the season tickets, man. So we're gonna be out there for eight games next year, man. So that that's how much confidence I got in this team, man, because. I see something happening, man. You know, I really do, Raider Greg. You know, and it's and it's fucking. It's been it's been a long time coming, man. And this year is, you know, this year proves it a lot, man. Cause you know what, I see a lot of teams out there, and I I don't see that explosiveness on on defense, man. And we almost led the league in in offensive rushing, you know. And in defense, man, we penetrated that de- that offensive line like nobody's business, man. Fuck, man, we're fuck. We're an awesome fucking team, man. When we're fucking, when we got the game on, and you know, and these rookies, you know, Jacoby Ford, DHB, Jeremy Ware, all these guys, they're gonna come around, man. You know, uh, Valdir, they're gonna come around, man. And you watch next year, 
this is going to be an awesome team. You know, this this 2000, uh, uh, 2010 class really fucking paid off for us. And, and that was, you know, because Marshall and and, uh, and Cable, they put it together. And you know what? Let's not forget Hugh Jackson. You know what? Yeah, he fucked up, you know, some play calling. But you know what? He he won some games. You know what? We just might fucking come undefeated in, in, in uh in in the West, man, if we beat uh, KC this weekend, I know we're out of it, but fuck, we can still beat them, you know. But anyways, to me, you know, I, that's all I gotta say, Ray Gray. You know, I, I I I put my take in, and that's how I feel about it. I'm comf- I'm confident enough that, you know what, me and my son, we're gonna invest in this team next year, and we are getting season tickets. So uh, I'll be seeing you out there for eight games, Ray Greg. So um, you guys take care and uh. I'll talk to you guys in the uh, in the off season, man. I'm out. Well, I gotta agree, man. The team's better. I mean, we saw some flashes of greatness that we haven't seen in a long time. I just think we could get a little more consistency, and then we could be the very most feared team in the West. That's what we need to be. We need to get back to Raider football, which is gouging eyes out and shit. I don't care. Get as many penalties as you want as long as we win. Who cares? Who cares? 150 yards of penalties as long as we get the W. I don't care. They're going to do it to us anyway. Why not do it for a purpose? That's what I'm talking about, man. Thanks for the call, man. I think we're getting better as well. You are always the voice of positive in the Raider Nation. And I got to thank you for that, partner. Next, we have my good brother, Lou Dog. He's up in the house. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog from sunny Southern California. As we all know, we are uh, approaching our last game of the season. We just had a tough, tough loss to Indianapolis. Jacoby Ford came on strong to start the game off. I felt that we were in the game for the most part, hung in there, fought hard, but unfortunately we weren't able to come up with a W. Uh, Indianapolis, I was hoping, was going to keep playing the way they were playing at the beginning of the season, but they finally, I guess, decided to get their heads out of their asses these last couple weeks, and because of that, uh, they went into Oakland and got a W. I was hoping, hoping we were going to get that W, but even if we did, I think it wouldn't really help in uh, a playoff berth. So the next step, which would be a game against Kansas City. Now this game, even though it's the last game of the season, is huge, really huge in many ways. For one, uh, this game is important because if we if we win, we will go eight and eight and in the standings in our record, we will be 500 for the first time in, I don't know, maybe seven years. <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be five uh, 500, which would be huge. A very, very, very positive step towards next year. Another reason is that we, we would actually be undefeated in the division if we uh, beat the Chiefs at Kansas City. Uh, that would mean that we have swept the division. I don't know about you guys, but that kind of has me with a big old question mark. How could we miss the playoffs if we sweep the division um, and go 8-8? Eight and eight? I mean, the Chargers did it last year. Uh, I'm not sure they swept the division, but they, they, they did go 8-8. Eight and eight. 
or the year before um, and made the playoffs. So I guess we get shitted on again. But you know what? There's no no point in uh, being sour about the, the past. All we can do is uh, look towards the future because I'm pretty sure it's looking really bright right now. But we'll see. We'll see what this Sunday holds in store for the Raider Nation. Hopefully the boys, uh, Raiders, can go in there and pull pull a W and uh, go 500 this season. That'd be really great. That'd be a positive step forward. Well, Raider Nation, we'll see what this Sunday holds in store for us and what the future in the offseason holds in store. We've obviously been making some good picks in the draft, so hopefully we can continue it next year. Until the next time, hope everybody has a, a very safe and good uh, New Year's, and I will talk to you guys later. I'm out. Well, man, you got a lot of positive things to say. The nation's feeling positive. I hope we make the 500. I hope we beat the Chiefs. It'd be what a, one hell of an accomplishment that we haven't done in years. The thing I think most is it'll make a statement of who we really are and that they're going to have to take us very seriously next year, which is a double-edged sword, man, because it's, it's better to go on under the radar because they're going to come into our house and they're going to expect a fight, and they should, and with some good new players, we should be able to kick some ass next season. Thanks for the call, brother. Last but never least, Raider Jim with some wisdom up in the house. Raider Greg, it's Raider Jim. Yeah, it's it's disappointing that it's another year without the playoffs, but, I mean, if you really look at our season, really a lot of good things did happen. There's a lot of people griping because there's no playoffs, but, you know, we're not getting our asses smacked around anymore. We are competitive. You know, I was just starting with this year's draft. You know, we had Veldeer and McLean and Houston. And, you know, these guys are playing. McFadden finally busted out. You know, Jacoby Ford's been electric for us. Michael Huff's improved. I mean, you know, our defense was getting better. Shaughnessy's, you know, they've all done a good job. And, you know, we, we've got a ways to go. But, I mean, we've – I think the Raiders have accomplished a lot this year, a lot of confidence and, you know, most of the games they were in, but, you know, lack of consistency goes away with experience. And, you know, I think there's a lot of good things ahead for our team next year. I know I'm one of the ones that pissed and moaned at the beginning of the year about how we suck at this and that. Yeah, there's a lot of room for improvement, but we've improved a lot. We're not a doormat anymore. So, hey, uh, you guys all have a happy new year and drink some for me and go Raiders. Raider Jim's got a great point, man. Look at our draft choices this year. Most every one of them, even the guys that aren't on the spotlight, the two defensive backs we had come in during injuries times, they weren't the best, but they played well enough to keep us in winning percentage as far as uh, this season is concerned. The rookie class was tremendous. Uh, they will be veterans next season, and uh, they'll be young vets, which is a really nice thing to see. We just hope, uh, I hope, as a fan, that we can get our shit together on the coaching side of the ball. Don't blow so many timeouts. Don't have so many horrific calls in the middle of crucial games. Bad play calling is killing this team 
because they have the talent to succeed. Penalties, all this must change in 2011. I am really thankful to the team for coming up this season because, man, I have been sick and freaking tired of having those double-digit losses. Nice thing is they won at home five games, man. That's awesome. It's awesome being there in the win with the Raider Nation screaming out to the parking lot. It's awesome to experience the fan base during a win. It's crazy. It's fun. There's nothing like the Coliseum when we're rocking and rolling. I just see more of that ahead for this team. I hope we beat Kansas City, make a huge statement in the AFC West, have everybody talking about the Raiders because we are a quality team, man. We got three guys in the Pro Bowl, and we got a bunch of them on the uh, whatever they want to call it, the almost Pro Bowl. So the team has places to go, people to see, and things to freaking do. I want to say Happy New Year's from Randy and I. Have a very safe and happy New Year's evening. Don't drink and drive. You know, keep the potty and at home. You know what I mean? And be safe out there, nation. This is Raider Greg and Randy, Raider Randy wishing you a very happy New Year. And I am out. Oh.